Why do we still do daylight savings? I am. <laughs> oh, my God. I honestly couldn't tell you whether we gained or lost an hour. I don't know how it works. What's You happening? lost an hour of sleep last night. I lost more than an hour of sleep. Wow. I got woken up by a rooster. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> Aren't you in New York? Yes, I am. <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no so feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on me You can count on me Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone And I'm Kim And this is Fanatical Fix And where to find them A Harry Potter fanfiction podcast <laughs> <laughs> This is our cadence for the rest of the episode. Be your cadence. I'm not doing that. I just no, you don't like stumbled that. over a word. You don't need to. Uh, I was doing the cadence, but I thought you were just copying me. Nope. <laughs> just had a little bit of trouble saying the Harry oh. Potter word today. Okay. I thought you were making fun of me. Listen, Look. we're doing great today. <laughs> doing excellently um oh man i have really exciting news for you okay and i you only know sort of because it's in the outline but i have not discussed this okay with you shouts to a listener alexis who sent in a list of 12 songs that we have referenced on the podcast and with episodes and time codes <gasps> that are not on the playlist. Alexis putting in the work. Absolutely putting in the work. So where where did we miss this stuff? I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. I mean, when we said we were going to do this in the middle of an episode, uh -huh. we were like, ooh, I don't know. I want to say like 60 episodes into the podcast yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it was a bit of an undertaking. We went back and listened to episodes to look for references. Exactly. And in that sort of like, hmm, I don't know, having to listen to 60 episodes of the podcast in order to figure out what songs <laughs> to put on the playlist, some mistakes were made. Okay. And, you know, I'm really happy to have the our, our listenership here and especially Alexis to, you know, keep us in line. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of bops did we miss? Um, great question. All right. We've got some Phil Collins mm -hmm. to add to the playlist, which I think is really, really important. Yep. We got some more Rihanna oh, to add good. to the playlist. Let's see. Ooh, four more Christmas songs. Oh, no. I don't know how we missed four entire Christmas songs. Are they songs, all from that? But we did. Are they all? They are. Colin did they all are. of them. And they're all from episode 38 of the podcast. Interesting. <laughs> Hannah may not have taken the crown then. <laughs> yeah, we thought that they took the crown away from Colin, but uh -huh. oof. Uh, yeah, we, I, I, I dropped the ball. Yeah. 
There were just so many song references I couldn't keep up. Apparently, fuck ton of Christmas songs. <laughs> so many, and of course, I can't even believe that we referenced a Hillary Duff song and I didn't catch it, and it's not on the playlist yet. What oh, a wild, what a tragedy. So I know. So finally, finally, after all this time, getting Hillary getting on the playlist. Mistakes of our past <laughs> corrected. Excellent. Excellent work, yep. Alexis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we thank didn't talk so about it on the podcast, uh-huh. but when we were packing up your room before you moved, <laughs> I was like, you need to stop singing. Put on any music. And we did listen to the playlist while we packed your room. And I haven't, like, sat down and listened to it before. And it is such a disaster. It's it's a huge disaster. And I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I listen to it all the time. So when you were like, put on some music, I was like, I think there was only one clear answer. Uh, we had friends in the room. Uh-huh. Don't listen to the podcast, but I guess uh-huh. do put up with our regular day-to-day bullshit. So like they exactly. were like, this is a fine experience. They know. They were like, yeah, okay, you're putting on the Fanatical Fix playlist. I bet it's got T-Pain. Mm-hmm. I bet it's got Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like a bunch of early 2000s nonsense. Yep. It definitely does. So they knew what they, they It was fine. We were all having a blast putting my stuff in boxes, <laughs> listening to the Fanatical Fix playlist. But I am excited to get these 12 songs mm-hmm. on there so we can be fully representing the pod. This is our best foot forward. <laughs> Instead of a trailer for the pod, we should just record ourselves listing the song titles from the playlist. <laughs> Like no, this is not a this is not a podcast about music. This podcast actually actively doesn't have anything to do with music. <laughs> We're just very stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a, an announcement? I wanted to know. I don't remember when we recorded the last episode, so I don't remember if we just didn't address this then, uh, or if the uh, Wands Out episode had dropped or not yet. But I wanted to know how you felt getting just kind of relentlessly roasted for missing what was going on in that episode. <sighs> yeah. Uh, no, this is a great. I'm glad. I'm glad you bring this up um, because people have been mm-hmm. displeased. <laughs> <laughs> there were with folks, me. folks out there got what was coming to them from the title alone. Oh, my God. Did you see that? I yeah, and I just don't know how. <laughs> you know, I I feel like at this point, you know, my my brain is so separated mm. from canon mm-hmm. and everything we do here is so separate from canon <laughs> that like when you try to like make me think about it, I just I, like I cannot. But you know what? I do I did deserve. Mm-hmm. I did deserve it. Mm-hmm. I did deserve the roasting. Oh yeah. I was disappointed that I didn't have, you know, anyone being like, Sequoia, I also did. I saw a couple. I think there was like maybe did, one or two people there? in the Discord okay. that that had the same struggle as you, maybe. That might not be true, actually. <laughs> 
But I was like, I couldn't have possibly have been the only person who didn't get what was happening. <laughs> well, um, do you, we should get into this fan fiction. Oh, because right. Because this is a part two. We this still, is a part two. We still have like 3,000 words to get through or some shit. I got it down to 2,000. Yeah. Only 2,000 more words. Uh-huh. It's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we're totally going to make fine. that in one it's episode. Fine. We're going to do it. It's totally. fine. We got to do a recap first, though. Yeah. Did you write something? No, I'm going to wing it. Great. It's going to go really well for us. All right. This story is banned. The N is optional. We started out with uh, Hermione telling us that she got in some type of a falling out with Harry and Ron. And subsequently, her new best friend is her electric guitar. She's also head girl this year. She played her electric guitar on the train, played some tattooed, absolutely blew away uh, Draco and his cousin, Salem Malfoy, who has just transferred to Hogwarts from Durmstrang and knows every teen band (laughs) in all of wizard kind and is also in a band. So we got introduced to the Sovereign which is Draco Malfoy, Salem Malfoy, Pansy Parkinson, Blaze Zabini, and Sally Ann Perks. And we have now, as we come back into the story, Salem has introduced Hermione to the group as their new lead singer. Do you, do you want to do a prediction? Oh. You want to do like one prediction? I mean, I'm going to, but I literally... <laughs> Like, I feel like I should be able to see where this fan fiction is going, but I just like there are so many options and mm-hmm. I kind of have a suspicion that we're not really going to get anywhere. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all valid. I'm also kind of wondering if like the Dramini hints that I was getting were just like wrong and mm. maybe our fake lesbian band tattoo was more of a hint into Mm. Hermione's feelings and thoughts than I Mm. suspected initially. Mm -hmm. And this is actually going to end up being something like Hermione slash Blaze or something. (laughs) Mm. (sighs) I don't think I want to go with that, though. Let me think for a second, see if I can summon any thoughts. Uh Uh-huh. All right. I think at some point... In the, in the rest of this story, we are going to get a concert in the Great Hall from the Sovereign. Nice. Uh, nice prediction. All right, everybody. Some of my predictions from last time weren't totally invalidated yet either, right? That's true. That's what true. What did I say? I said... Um, I remember. The one you the one that oh, was right. invalidated was that there would be song lyrics in Right. I said I said the Marauders would be the band. That's wrong. I said there would be no song lyrics in it. That was wrong. But I did say that someone was gonna say the title of the fic in the fic. Yeah. I'm still holding out hope for that one. Yeah, so that could two, still come true. Two for you. predictions still live for me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make one prediction for this, uh go ahead and drop that, you know, in the usual predictions zones. Prediction zone. This isn't your first episode because it's the second part of a two part. So. <laughs> yeah. I will not bother to list them. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm gonna come in This was the last line that we got. 
Now, I assume you all know Hermione Granger. She is the one we've been looking for. My friends, the sovereign is finally complete. (laughs) We have a singer. That was Salem, right? That was Salem. That was Salem introducing unto the band Mm -hmm. whom Salem has just decided (laughs) (laughs) independently of the whole band is their new singer. Do you just get to do that? I don't think he does. Salem's very powerful. Okay. Okay. Seems fake, but fine. Everyone was quiet for a moment. The first to speak was Pansy. Why her, Salem? Of all the people you could have recruited, why her? Miss Granger is so perfectly what we're looking for. (laughs) I don't know if they had like an actual like a, a list of criteria. Salem's just thinking about the sound. He's in it for the music. Exactly. He heard her and he was like, look, I know she doesn't look perfect. She looks like Hermione. (laughs) But. Yeah. The sound. We can fix that. The sound's what's important. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if like sort of like the homemade rebel or or rocker t-shirt that she's wearing is exactly like the vibe they're going for. It's not. It's not, but (laughs) (laughs) that can be fixed. That can be fixed. We'll fix that. And shame on you about to reject something that would make us a real band, all because of the stupid ideals our parents instilled in us. Isn't that exactly what the Sovereign was formed against? Oh, following in the footsteps of the snobs that raised us? It is? Good for them. Yeah. I mean, why is Draco there? But okay. Uh, he's uh, good at the instrument. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Listen, Salem is trying to balance like rebellion uh-huh. against their awful parents uh-huh. and also the sound, as we were saying. Before, right. Okay. You yeah, know. Yeah, 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 the yeah, sound yeah. is still important right. to, to an extent. Sure. Right? Salem sounded angry now. But fine, be complete hypocrites and destroy every bit of respect we've earned for ourselves. What do I care? (laughs) What? You don't even have a, they don't have a lead singer. What have they been doing? I like, yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) Um, they made band Uh t-shirts. Every bit Uh, of respect we've gained for ourselves. For what? ourselves, from from are you talking about our band T-shirts and telling people we're in a band? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I mean, um, no. I just like I'm in a band with mm-hmm. some of my friends, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're like really just sort of rebelling against the ideals. Do you think um, they've been putting vocals over their tracks? But it's not like lead singer vocals. It's like spoken word poetry from Blaze. <laughs> Yes, and I'm not entirely sure what bit of respect they have earned with that experience either. You know, Salem's newsletter speaks very highly of them. Yeah, yeah. Does Salem write... I bet Salem writes the newsletter under a pseudonym. Yeah. So that, yeah, so that he can be like, oh my gosh, this new upcoming band at Hogwarts, the Sovereign... 
They're so cool. They don't even need a lead singer even to sure. to be cool. Sure. They're just already so like they, good and cool. They would take one, but they, they don't yeah, like need if you it. happen to know <laughs> someone <laughs> who would do that thing, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He flopped down onto the seat next to Hermione, pouting vividly. <laughs> no one said anything for a while. Finally, Blaze and Sally Ann exchanged looks and said in unison, Fine. <laughs> How many members do we have? We have five members so far. Five members, so yeah, she'll make the six. All right, so so with Blaze and Sally Ann and Salem on her side, that is a majority. That is. And Draco did say before that she was really quite good. Mm. So I All think right. he's 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 close, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pansy followed their example saying, yeah, if you think she'll be best for it, we'll listen to you. See, Salem has a lot of power in the group. He does. I think that's I don't kind know. of comes from being nice and likable and right a Malfoy like a yes. semi-decent Malfoy <laughs> I'm not entirely sure when or where they formed this band but I'd like to think that it was like ongoing in the background at summer <laughs> <laughs> and that, that maybe they haven't written any music yet at no. all they just started I, this they, summer? They, yes. I'd like to think that this summer they all were like at, I don't know, a Death Eater function. <laughs> Their parents were at a Death Eater function and they were mm-hmm. all there and they were all just like hanging out in Draco's room. And Draco mm-hmm. was like, this is my cousin. He's transferring to Hogwarts <laughs> this year. And, and fucking Salem was like, all right, folks, we're starting a band. <laughs> we're named the Sovereign. Can any of you play any instruments at doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Incredible. Oh. I love it. Thank you. Salem looked assuaged. You darn well better. He slung an arm around Hermione's shoulders and murmured to her quietly. You see what I have to put up with? That's why I need you to keep me from a complete bloody mental breakdown. She laughed. At your service, O oh band leader. Okay. Would you two stop the whole buddy-buddy thing? Malfoy broke in. <laughs> it's kind of weird. No, they're friends. No, they're friends. Be a dick, <laughs> Malfoy. Also, she's in your band now. Yeah. You just kind of have to... That's a person that's going to be hanging around you all the time. Yep. Because a band, you know, isn't just a band. Mm-hmm. They're... A family. Mm. They're friends. Mm. They they mm-hmm. go they gotta go through it together mm-hmm. so that they can make the music mm-hmm. that, you know, speaks to them and mm-hmm. whatever. They gotta be vulnerable. They gotta mm-hmm. share with each other. Mm-hmm. And apparently Salem gets to make all the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You know what? Blaze asked. Granger isn't with her usual flock of griffin dorks. Now, why is that? Mm, why is that indeed, Blaze? Asking the important <laughs> questions. Thank you. This is Let's it. This is move it. The plot along. Thank you, Blaze. <laughs> plot. Who needs it? No. 
because Hermione scowled, I've become the pariah of Gryffindor Tower. Ever since I questioned Harry's authority and godhood. What? And I'm telling you right now, that is the extent to which we are going to find out what happened. Sequoia. (laughs) What? Sequoia. Hermione got fed up with everybody treating Harry like he's some kind of a god. Uh Uh-huh. And so she stood up to him uh-huh. and said mm, something. I imagine there was a, a, a an altercation mm. in a Gryffindor public area, mm. such as the common room. See, I misunderstood. I thought last time you were implying that this was going to be a great reveal because of how off the wall weird it was or something. <laughs> when really you thought this was a great reveal because it's fucking nothing. Because it's absolutely nothing. There's nothing to it. <laughs> because it's absolutely nothing. Hermione just, she must have said something really rude. Yeah, I mean, to have everyone in Gryffindor Tower, to become the pariah yes. of Gryffindor Tower. There are Gryffindors who just... don't like Harry. Yes. And they're not pariahs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Unless this is post-Harry defeating Voldemort, in which case, maybe he has kind of ascended to a godlike status. And Hermione's like, mm. look, you're not so great. Yeah, you killed Voldemort, whatever. Fuck you. And everyone was like, Hermione. <laughs> the, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I can see no. that? Hermione just goes off on entire. She's brought a handwritten list of all the things that she did uh. <laughs> that Harry didn't do. And then Harry Harry couldn't have accomplished without her. Yeah. One time I wrote a type of snake on a piece of paper and Harry found it. So, so that that's it. Wouldn't have been able to do it without me. Hermione actually made this um, as a bulletin and just posted it all (laughs) around the school. (laughs) One time I had a time travel device for plot reasons and I let Harry use it. So, you know, for plot reasons, wouldn't have defeated Voldemort without this, Granger. Yeah. <laughs> reasons Harry would be dead if Hermione Granger did not exist. Mm-hmm. A complete list. Mm-hmm. Why do you ask? The last I recall, there was no love lost between you and them. Yeah, they ask because it's weird. But it is weird. <laughs> absolutely blaze affirmed and good for you (laughs) never thought i'd say this granger but that was a smart move (laughs) disassociating yourself from harry and ron best thing you've ever done smartest career move great great career move (laughs) otherwise you couldn't be in the band probably sure probably they probably would have let her in even if she was still friends with her. <laughs> it's that voice. It's that golden voice. Salem would have been like, look, it's fine. <laughs> I make all she the decisions. <laughs> she grinned wryly. Thanks, Sabini. Now if I could only get my housemates to see it that way. Or 
find a way to get myself out of Gryffindor. Uh, I think getting out of the whole house itself would be easier than trying to convince its members to see things my way. Have you ever thought of being resorted? Sally Ann spoke up. Hey, wait a second. Maybe this explains oh, some stuff. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sally Ann. Yeah, we did hear. We have heard a couple uh, things back about Sally Ann. Have we already? Yes. Sally Ann was in Gryffindor in one of the stories we've read on the podcast. So that could have, yeah, that could have influenced the way that we thought about Sally Ann. Maybe. Just saying. Anyway, but, or maybe she just got resorted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love resorting. It doesn't come up very often. It doesn't, and I love it. Because it's generally used as, like, this kind of a yep. experience, obviously. We need uh, Hermione and Draco or Hermione and whomever to be in the same house, yeah, so we're yeah, going to yeah. do resources. One, one of our beloved Gryffindor characters becomes edgy and yes. stuff, and so they get resorted into Slytherin. Exactly. I think that but- is how we usually see it. I just like the idea of resorting because you uh, change as a person between the ages of 12 and 17. (laughs) What are you talking about? That doesn't sound right. I think your personality is set. Set in stone. Firm. The things that you value. At age 11. At age 11. It's a great system. Thank you. Let's, <laughs> let's sort by personality and values at age eleven. Really because, solidify, yeah, the choices these kids are making. Because Thank that'll you. always be the same. Absolutely. I'm sure Ravenclaw would love to have you, or Slytherin. Not Hufflepuff though. They're too goody goody for anyone's taste. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Although, Cedric Diggory did pull it off quite nicely. That dude could get it. (laughs) Pulled off being a Hufflepuff or pulled off being goody-goody? A goody-goody? Both? I I think that the the implication is that those are one and the same thing. Oh, okay. He was hot (laughs) enough that it was okay that he was a good person? Is that what Blaze just said? Or was that Sally Ann? That was Sally Ann. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sally Ann. No, Pansy shouted, shaking Sally Ann. Must not daydream about Hufflepuffs, no matter how foxy they may be. (laughs) Pansy. Pansy. (laughs) I mean, he's dead. It's probably fine. It's... (laughs) And with that, she drifted off into a dreamlike state of her own. Sally Ann and and Pansy are done now. Yeah, (laughs) they've they've, they're they're they said their bit for all intents and purposes. (laughs) They are out of this conversation. Um, yeah. Hermione raised her eyebrows and averted her eyes. Anyway, how does one become resorted? To her surprise, Malfoy spoke up. Just owl Dumbledore and request it. If you're quick enough, perhaps you can manage to be resorted tonight. As head boy, I just need to know these things. 
I don't why know. Why doesn't I, Hermione? Never mind. What? I said, why doesn't Hermione? Never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, she's okay. the head girl and. Why doesn't she know? I think he, the implication is that he knows for a specific reason. And I don't know what that reason could possibly be. <laughs> Maybe he thought about it once. Uh, consulted Dumbledore but then ultimately decided to remain in Slytherin maybe perhaps seems unlikely given everything we know about Malfoy but fine later they were all sitting in the great hall yawning through the sorting we made it off the train we made it off the train we are in Hogwarts yes at the sorting ceremony yes of course, Hermione sat alone at the Gryffindor table. That they literally, they've all s- sort of s- scooted in mm-hmm. <laughs> together. All the Gryffindors have gotten real close to each other, just so that no one sits too close to Hermione, and she's all by herself at the end of the table. You know, you don't want to get the not liking Harry stink on you. <laughs> yeah, Can't exactly. Risk Can't risk that. Not in Gryffindor. Harry, he's a tyrant. (laughs) Of course, Hermione sat alone at the Gryffindor table, exchanging forlorn looks with Salem and Blaze, her new best guy friends across the room. Oh, Blaze is a boy today. Blaze is a boy today, and they're her best friends. Good. She's she's done it. She's done it. She has friends again. I guess. That was really fast, Hermione. It's really fast. Oof. I told you, they're in a band. Friendship ended with guitar. Now (laughs) Salem and Blaze are my best friends. Oh my gosh. George is going to be so jealous. Yeah. (laughs) Unbeknownst. Well, she did say they're her new best guy friends. So maybe George is still her best guitar friend. Um, So, you know, (laughs) maybe it's fine. Unbeknownst to them, however, Hermione was mentally fretting away. She had owled Dumbledore from the train about resorting, but had not mm-hmm. received a reply. Mm-hmm. Before she knew it, the sorting was over and Dumbledore stood to speak. Just a few moments before you all arrived, I was surprised by an owl from this year's head girl, Hermione Granger. Wow. This is a really rude way to make this announcement. Yeah, it is. Let let me read it to you. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Your new head girl hates Harry Potter. (laughs) Hey, real quick. Uh Uh-huh. What year did this fan fiction come out? I've forgotten. Yeah, this came out post- Half-Blood Prince. Okay, that's what I thought you had said to me. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) I love post-Half-Blood Prince fix that just, like, continue on as as if book six hadn't happened. Yep. (laughs) Who needs it? (laughs) It seems that she wishes to participate in a resorting. Something most people do not opt for. Fucking rude. (laughs) She wishes to be taken out of Gryffindor House and placed somewhere else. Miss Granger, if you please, (laughs) let the resorting begin. Rings the gong. (laughs) 
<laughs> they all do. All the students go, resorting, 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 resorting. I don't know, really ominous. I don't know why this seemed like it was going to be ominous to me, but. I mean, it feels go. ominous, and also he's framing it <laughs> really weirdly, in some type of way. <laughs> Clearly, Dumbledore has feelings about what's going on. <laughs> Nervously, she walked to the stool in the center of the hall and placed the sorting hat on her head. Anywhere but Gryffindor, she silently prayed. Can, yeah, can like, it resort you just like directly you. back into Gryffindor? <laughs> no, you're wrong. You don't get resorted. Go sit down. You're fine, says the hat. Go sit down. Apologize to your friends. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Nobody thinks Harry's a god. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, hmm. Not Gryffindor. But I was so certain. The sorting hat exclaimed. Mm-hmm. Well, people have been known to change their minds. You are a difficult one, though. Mm-hmm. Enough bravery, brilliance, commitment, and cunning for any house you should choose. I suppose this time you'll go to... The hat's just picking at random. Is, yeah. that, is that right? <laughs> yeah, they get it. Like, yep. Yeah. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Don't Gryffindor. I guess I'll... I don't know. I mean, you could really go to any house. Just fucking... I don't care. Where is she going to go? Tell me. Slytherin. 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 Obviously. We're doing a thing. We're doing a thing. Hermione looked around. Harry, Ron, and co. all looked completely shocked. Much to her cruel pleasure. Cruel? I don't know. Now she just like really hates all of them a lot and wants them to suffer. I don't know. <laughs> what? Were they kind of hoping that she would stop being such a butthole to them and they could just be friends again? It sounds like that's what they were hoping for. It does. It does. Okay, I guess you're serious about this, Hermione. Bye. I'm in Slytherin now, and I'm in a band now, and I am too good for Harry Potter. Okay, bye, Hermione. I thought we were friends, but this is fine, too. Uh, Bye. (laughs) She swapped triumphant glances with Salem and the rest of the Sovereign. (laughs) Woohoo! Blaze cheered. He was soon joined by Salem and Sally Ann, then the rest of the band. And I, and I assume just the band. No one else. Yeah. In the entire hall. Everyone else is like, what is happening? Like, literally, this is the wildest shit I have ever seen. And Sour's like, woo! Everyone's like, is that the Sovereign? I wonder what's happening. Grinning, she walked over to the Slytherin table and sat down among the band. Exultantly, she point she pointed her wand at her robe's insignia, changing it from red and gold and the Gryffindor lion to the green and silver Slytherin snake. Hmm. As prefect for Slytherin, I suppose it's my duty to officially welcome you to the dark side. Blaze winked. I don't know. Did you know? I thought that we were rebelling against the dark side. I don't yeah. know what's happening. What's happening? <laughs> I think that the I think they're all a little bit confused in their like 
branding a little bit yeah like we're we're rebelling against our parents who are evil but also we're evil too just in like a different way yeah just in like a more of like an uh an aesthetic choice (laughs) (laughs) we're evil as an aesthetic Uh, choice (laughs) yeah Uh, also blaze is a prefect what is it did he take over because Malfoy's head boy? I would assume. I guess that's fine. I guess. Sure. Or he was a prefect the whole time. Who knows? We're, <laughs> we're doing whatever we want here. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, Hermione laughed. And as the authorized representatives for the evil Slytherin She-Devils... Sally Ann announced, (laughs) motioning to Pansy and herself, what? What? (laughs) Listen, they're leading into an aesthetic. (laughs) Give me their name again. The evil Slytherin she-devils. This is like... This is like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, you know, <laughs> Magneto's group. They're like, we're fighting for yeah. mutant rights. And everyone's like, your name has evil in it. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. You're not exactly putting putting your best foot. Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> Sally Ann announced motioning to Pansy and herself. We say, welcome to the club. Oh, uh, hmm? club activities include bullying Hermione Granger, bullying Neville. <laughs> also, I don't think and Sally they, Ann is the representative. That's definitely Pansy. They don't even have Hermione Granger to bully anymore. You got to right. strike that off the list now. They do. Yeah. So now their only pastime is to bully Neville. They also <laughs> cackle cruelly when Draco gives a does a really good burn. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. They got they yeah. got well, two things they can they, be doing. Yeah, they cackle cruelly whether Draco does a, like a really good burn or just like a burn. That's true. In in general. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh Hermione asked mischievously, and what does membership to this club entail? <laughs> You'll see said. later, Pansy oh. grinned. We're not gonna get that, are we? <laughs> it's a, like a bit of initiation. That we all have to participate in upon being sorted into Slytherin. Uh oh. Of course, you're getting a bit of a late start, but you still have to take part. Uh oh. Should I be afraid? Be afraid. Be very afraid, Salem advised. That's pretty much the motto of our house. (laughs) What are they talking about? Slytherin, be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> oh, these kids. Be afraid when, of when did Salem get our rocking tunes? What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> he got sorted. I don't know the over the summer. <laughs> so he already he did the initiation. Yeah, the Salem doesn't have to do the initiation. Just Hermione right. <laughs> and the eleven-year-olds. Yeah. Hermione and the 11 year olds or maybe just Hermione we'll see (laughs) (laughs) 
The sooner you learn that, Granger, the better off you'll be, Malfoy contributed. When the sorting feast and the usual speech by the headmaster were over, thank God. (laughs) She hates Dumbledore now, too, I think. I don't know what's happening. Seems like it. She's so edgy, Sequoia. She's so edgy. (laughs) The houses retired to their common rooms. Once they reached the dungeons, Pansy and Sally Ann grabbed Hermione's arms and led her through the commons and straight into the dorms. Mm -hmm. There they plopped her down into a chair in front of a vanity-style dresser with a mirror. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What? (laughs) So stupid. I love it. (laughs) What is about to happen? (laughs) Who? Ready for your initiation? Pansy asked mischievously. Uh, not particularly, but do I really have a choice? She shrugged helplessly. Nope, not at all. Pansy giggled. As she covered the vanity mirror with black cloth. Um, you don't get to see, you don't get to see. That's the scary initiation into Slytherin a makeover? It is absolutely in a hundred percent it's a makeover. It is absolutely a makeover. Are the eleven year olds getting a makeover? I mean What's they have happening? to fit the aesthetic. They do. They do. It's mandatory. Why do I feel like Blaze is the one that instituted this policy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know. They were like, we haven't had enough of an aesthetic so far. So now when you become a Slytherin, you have to meet the look. (laughs) Voguing. I always vogue when I'm pretending to be Blaze. It helps. Yeah. That's exactly the space you need to be in. (laughs) We didn't either, but it turned out all right for us. So don't worry your little head. Oh, and by the way, you don't get to see until the very end. Uh Uh-huh. Hermione glared at her, but softened. Pansy's tone, however patronizing, was well-meant. Because we already got a Hermione makeover in this story. It's interesting that we're going to do a second one. Well, I think, you know, as we discussed, it was sort of a half-step makeover, Uh, right? Right. Well, I don't know that the story was implying what we read into it, but... I guess we could say that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But I think I think it is meant to mm. be a sort of half step. And then okay. we've got to take it all the way here. Right. Because I'm you can't really be a Slytherin. <laughs> to see. Why should you be afraid? It's just a makeover. Like, never mind. Be afraid. Be very afraid. You're going to give her a bad haircut? Like, what, what are we afraid of But no, of here? exactly. Like... If if the initiation is a makeover, you're not going to give me a bad makeover. This is Slytherin. Right? Yeah. Very strange. <laughs> Fine. Do your worst. She expected to regret that later. What do you think they're going to do to you? <laughs> what is happening? Somebody help me. <laughs> then there's just like some kind of um, Sally Ann and Pansy chattering mm-hmm. around Hermione. Okay. Hmm. 
you could use some color. While being pale is generally accepted in Slytherin, being washed out is not. (laughs) Uh, Darling, is there a color that doesn't suit you? Sweet rhinestone Jesus, that is so unfair. Who said that? (laughs) I don't know. They're not attributed. Pansy? Sally Ann? I want to say that the the one of them that would say something like sweet rhinestone Jesus is Sally Ann. A hundred percent. This is really big. (laughs) Whomever Sally Ann is today. She's great. She's weird. I like it. I love it. Uh, The eyeliner gods have smiled upon you, Hermione. And now for some new clothes. Hmm. New clothes? Lovely. Ugh. Vile. Never wear polka dots again. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if they put her polka dots in there. We're doing such a montage. I love. (laughs) I I like the way this author's doing a montage. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's weird. I like it. There. I think that should about do it. And now... After two hours of conversation and comments, the Slytherin girls, oh so dramatically, ripped the black curtain off the mirror and sang, (laughs) (laughs) ta-da! Hermione marveled at her reflection. Her hair was straighter, but still slightly wavy in some places. She sported black-slash-brown eyeliner with matching eyeshadow. Does she have on black eyeshadow and shockingly <laughs> shiny red lipstick? What is okay? What is black slash brown eyeliner? I is don't, it half and half? Um, maybe or maybe it's like two lines. Two top maybe? is black, bottoms, and what is black eyeshadow? Hermione. It says matching eyeshadow, so maybe it's also black and brown eyeshadow. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what that is or what that looks like. Really goth. (laughs) Her outfit was just as uncharacteristic. Black slacks with white pinstripes. A crisp white cotton button down and a black vest and a red tie oh it's so skinny it's the skinny it's skinny it's so skinny she's got she's got a smoky eye with the sharpest of eyeliner and she's she's got a hat on i need to know if she's wearing a hat i can see her so clearly in my mind i can see her oh the red tie matched the makeup perfectly and made her feel more classically punk than her usual pop rockish attire. That's not no. You look pop punk. I you don't know what you're so saying. So pop punk. And what that's is okay. happening? It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. You can look like that. <laughs> Whoa, she muttered. She's not wearing a hat. No, it doesn't say it. She <laughs> didn't get shoes, accessories, or hat, and she has all of those things on. That's true. Yeah. I will push back on you. <laughs> she is yes. wearing a fedora. Yes, she is. Pinstriped. Mm-hmm. Pinstriped fedora. She's wearing uh, spiked bracelets, choker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
with a rhinestone cross, I guess, for rhinestone Jesus. It- yes. <laughs> is she wearing Converse or platform boots? I think she's wearing Converse. Converse, yeah. yeah. She, she is kind of pop punk, right? So I yeah. think it's Converse. Is it? It's it's the classic black Converse, right? Oh, for sure, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah, all black. So like black rubber, maybe, possibly. Could go either way on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out there. It's important. <laughs> it is. It is important. Whoa, she muttered. I think you guys really uh, unleashed my inner rock icon. <laughs> I'm just going to let you sit with that one for a second. <laughs> it, that, that kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> it's just like immediately listeners, uh, Kim's, both of Kim's fists clenched. <laughs> just like a... <laughs> they looked a little worried do you like it pansy asked because we can uh, undo it if you want sally ann added we wouldn't do that for anyone else mind you but you are somewhat a special case after all slip we've never done a former gryffindor before they're so nervous suddenly. What's happening? I don't know. Because they were all like, they came in hot. Like, yeah. be afraid. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and they're like, do you like it? And they're like, oh my God, it. I like it though. I'm so sorry. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> After a moment of consideration, Hermione shook her head. No, I like it. It will take some getting used to, but otherwise, it's all good. She smiled reassuringly. You did well. Thank you. (laughs) The girls grinned, but only very swiftly. After all, Slytherins are never overly excited, of course. (laughs) No problem, Pansy said. Casually. Very casually. Who was screaming in the Great Hall because Hermione got sorted into (laughs) Slytherin, you dummies? (laughs) Never overly excited. Sure. Before going to sleep, she gave herself another look over. She laughed a bit and smiled. Is she going to bed in her new pop punk costume? <laughs> I think she's just going to sleep in it. <laughs> she loves it so much. She loves it so much. It's so cute. <laughs> Take off the makeup. What are you doing? <laughs> she doesn't know. My first night as a Slytherin, and I already can't recognize myself, which is fine by me. She's going through a, She's going through something. She really she's is. Really, she's going through something. Yeah. Poor Hermione. She's going through it. The next day, things passed uneventfully. Classes mm. resumed their usual standard, and there were no run-ins with Harry and Ron for Hermione. Do in part to they the... are actively avoiding her. <laughs> they do not want to talk to you just as much as you don't want to talk to them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do in part to the fact that the members of the sovereign rarely left her side. It seemed <laughs> they're they running pick... interference. <laughs> they're yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, uh, hand signals. Uh huh. Yeah. 
She soon discovered that they each played their own unique role, both musically and socially. Yes. Salem was a natural-born leader and very amusing. As lead guitarist, he never took himself too seriously and laughed often. Blaze, who was currently dating Salem. Yes, I figured. That's awesome. Good for them. We love to see it. Love to see it. Was an odd bird. So his choice of instrument, the quirky keyboard slash synthesizer, was quite fitting. Is that quirky? Never mind. Is it quirky? I don't know. Keyboard players are a little quirky. I think that's a. I think that's a, a, a a trope. Sure. Pansy was usually very intense and mm-hmm. good for serious conversation. Nope, not that. <laughs> she's just a butthole. She's, she, no, she's just very serious. Uh-huh. She made a statement as the sovereign's drummer, <laughs> or as she called it, mistress of percussion. <laughs> These kids are so cool. Just like, please refer to me by my full name. <laughs> by my title? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Draco was quiet, but a forceful presence. Really handy Draco for when he is not quiet. <laughs> Excuse not quiet. me. He's he will not shut up. Quiet. See, this is where like the story t- starts taking a turn and veering away from like the vibe we were getting from Draco early in the story. Uh-huh. This isn't Draco anymore. No, we're doing something this? else now. <laughs> okay, he's quiet. Really handy for when she wanted to do some I hate Gryffindor's angsting. And a brilliant <laughs> He bassist. would be really good for that. I will give. Yeah. He he would be great. For I hate Gryffindor angsting, except he would also be talking, and he would be talking more oh, yeah. than you, for sure. So absolutely, a hundred percent. Also, I don't know about Draco on base. I don't think I agree with that either. <laughs> no, Draco. I think Draco would be on the drums. No, Draco's lead guitar. Yeah, but Salem has to be lead guitar because Salem's like in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so he gets so. to pick the best one because right. to to be fair, as we've said, none of them played instruments before this summer <laughs> when Salem probably doled out what instrument everybody gets to play in the band. Draco's like, I don't want to play the bass. Salem's like, shut up. Shut up. You're the bass you player. <laughs> Finally, Sally Ann was mm-hmm. crazy spontaneous. Mm-hmm. She was possibly the strangest of the crew and was their technical support slash publicist. Yes! She's not even in the band. Yes! I love you. So go, Sally Ann! Sally Ann! Sally Ann! She is, she is carrying this fic for me. She's, I love her. She's so weird. She's so good. I'm the band manager. I'm the band manager and the roadie. She's the roadie. I love her. Incredible. I like that they managed to find themselves technical support slash publicist before before a lead singer. Just really, really choice shit. She has really bad stage fright. Yeah, she doesn't want to be up there. Mm Mm-mm. 
When's the next band meeting? Hermione asked Salem on their way to Newt Potions. Right now. <laughs> it's, it's it's always a band meeting. <laughs> We're going to have it in the middle of potions class and Snape is going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> Will you please shut up? Could you, could you not? <laughs> no one cares about your band. Ooh. Well, if you and the others will meet me out by the lake after classes, I have some big news. If you see any of them, let them know, would you? Sure, no problem. Later that evening, all the band members met directly after classes under a large, autumny colored maple by the lake. Salem stood while the others sat. He looked about to burst. <laughs> well... You said you had news, Malfoy demanded. So? Well, my lovely cousin, he replied, Professor Dumbledore has informed me that he would like our band to play at the back-to-school ball. Yes! No, that's nothing! Yes! Yes! Back to school ball. Yes, the back to school ball. I was really hoping. I was like, this is either going to be Battle of the Bands or Concert. Yep, yep. Concert is good. Concert is really good. Especially when it's for some nothing. It's a ball. (laughs) We're having a ball. It's fine. He's letting us know now so we can have plenty of time to practice. The ball itself Mm. is in two weeks. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't know that that's plenty of time. Plenty of time when we skip all of our classes. Have they written any songs? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the songwriter? Yeah, that's a great... Salem. Oh, okay. Salem does everything. Salem's also the songwriter. (laughs) That's fine. Two weeks, Hermione yelled. I'm the head girl and I didn't even know we were having a ball. Hermione? (laughs) Me either. Draco didn't either. Why does no one know? (laughs) Uh, Dumbledore! The faculty hates us. They're threatened by our superior intelligence and... He was silenced by a playful slap by Hermione. The faculties. The faculty is not intimidated by you. They definitely told you and you didn't notice. Yeah, there was like some kind of a memo that was sent to you and you were uh-huh. too busy worrying about your band uh-huh. to pay attention to what was going on at the yep. school. And also, they do hate you, but that's the wrong reason. <laughs> You skipped the post-sorting meeting with the faculty mm. to go do makeovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why you don't know about it. <laughs> Dummies. You're like, where, where the hell are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They were like, oh, we've made a terrible mistake. Ooh. Anyway, Salem continued, we're going to be practicing every day after classes for about an hour. So I suggest you clear your schedules. That is That's not, not enough, enough time. You That's have not, not written enough. any what songs. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yikes. And in case you're wondering, we'll it's be playing hour. the entire night. <laughs> so I also suggest you channel your inner Salazar, break some hearts, turn down anyone who asks you to the ball. Salazar Slytherin noted heartbreaker. 
Sure. There was a lot to unpack in that, as, actually. As we all know. What? I'm having a lot of thoughts. Thought number one, they're playing the entire night. They yeah. need to stop being pop punk and just be a jam band now. Exactly. It's the only way they're going to make it through. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to play mostly covers. You are to, to playing fill covers that whole band. or yeah. a jam band now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lot of time. Yeah. Unless the ball's only like 15 minutes long. <laughs> also very possible. Or an hour. Maybe the ball's an hour long. Oh. They're going to practice for an hour. <laughs> very stupid. Also, you don't have to turn people down. Just say, I'm playing the ball. I guess that's turning them down. But like, it's not but breaking yeah. hearts. So, of course about? it is. Of course it's breaking hearts. They're all heartbreakers, a la and the OG who would ask heartbreaker. Any of you out outside of the other band members. No one likes you from no any house. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So get psyched. We have our first official gig. Ahem. Sally Ann cleared her throat loudly. Oh, yes, and Sally everyone Ann. say thank you to Sally Ann, our lovely Sally publicist. Ann. Sally Ann booked getting it. us this lovely engagement. Sally Ann! Sally Ann is doing the most and the best work, okay? Yeah. The most actually, and the best. She's like, you guys aren't writing any songs. You haven't practiced once since Mm-mm. we started school. I'm booking Mm-mm. a gig and making you work. Exactly. We got a boogie. I have ambition. <laughs> What's Sally Ann's ambition to be the greatest band manager of all time? Incredible. (laughs) They all clapped raucously and hooted loudly. Apparently, they'd followed Salem's advice. They were psyched. (laughs) And that is where the story ends. Such a shame. I know, right? Do you think... It's hard to pick up. I have not really caught the vibe of this story the whole time. Like everything that happened pretty much was a surprise to me. Yeah. I have no idea what's coming next. Are they going to do a great job? Is it going to be ruined by the Gryffindors? Like mm. what is going to happen? Ooh, <gasps> ruined by the so Gryffindors. Sad. I like that one. I don't know, though. Yeah, this author took us in a whole lot of directions. He did. And yeah, I'm I loved so it. I'm so proud of them. It I loved really it. really good. I loved it. Was my prediction today right? They booked. I mean, you said there would be a concert. I'll give it to you. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you because your other three yes. were wrong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. I'll this take one. it. Excellent. Um. Well, I guess it's time for a segment. A segment. Summaries. Summaries is our segment where we play one of the listener submitted summaries that you sent us for our hundredth episode. Are we really still doing these? Sequoia? Yeah, we really <laughs> are. We really actually are. <laughs> Woo! We are like almost exactly a year out now. Uh huh. Yes. True. <laughs> They're all amazing and wonderful. Thank you so much for sending these to us. Let's get to it. 
Draco Malfoy loves all forms of attention. He spends his days making overdramatic entrances just so people will stare at him. And in his free time, he perfectly plans these so they are as good as can be. But the other Hogwarts students are starting to grow tired of these antics, especially that Potter, who has recently found the audacity to insult him. Bored, alone and frustrated in his common room, Draco wonders if he'll have to give up on his favourite hobby of having such a dramatic character, because his talents are clearly being wasted. But then, news arrives. A new student is to start at Hogwarts, and in his year! Finally, someone who might appreciate how much work he puts in to be so dramatic. Determined to get some more attention, Draco seeks for a relationship with this new mysterious girl, who is, naturally, powerful enough to join Hogwarts in the fifth year. Will Draco be able to make friends with this new girl before she finds out that he's so annoying? And how will he navigate this relationship when the girl seems to have this fascination with him and often refers to him as a small bean? As the Yule Ball draws near, Draco plans for his best entrance yet. But all that is on the new girl's mind is how envious all of Draco talk is of her. And if getting stuck in a fan fiction is actually a serious problem. And now it's time for... The Rex Zone! Today I have a listener submission for you all out there. Um, This is called Argus slash Vacuum is the um, name of the story and it seems just... maybe outside of what i would be expecting you to <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little crack fic about uh argus filch going to a yard sale going to town on a vacuum oh no <laughs> <laughs> he just sale. goes to a yard sale hey, Sequoia, why is the person without magic the one who has to clean the castle you know what that's a really good question that sounds like a fun fic yeah thanks so much to the listener who sent that in um a link to that story will be in the description of this episode it will also be on our website fanaticalfix.com also on our website is the story submission form please continue to send us everything that uh you think we need to see with our eyeballs also on the website we have merch we've got some fun stuff on the website bookmarks and stuff there's also a link to our t public where we have a wide variety of designs on things like t-shirts mugs posters etc if you want to tweet at us any of the the myriad of things we've ever asked you to tweet at us you can find (laughs) us on social media on twitter instagram and facebook at fanatical fix slightly social media related i mean we plugged it enough this this episode i want to drop a plug for the playlist it's on spotify if you want to follow that you can find a link to the playlist on our website you can find it in the bio link on all of our social media accounts please go check it out it's so good (laughs) if you have longer thoughts or things like submissions for our segments like hold for the end please if you write the rest of this story Mm. send it to us in our email fanaticalfix at gmail.com if you would like to help out this podcast there are a couple ways to do that first things first leave a review on spotify apple podcasts um or a postcard that you mail to your best friend 
Similarly, if you want to send postcards out to not just your best friend, maybe everyone you've possibly ever met, that would be Tricking the Planet 2022, which we highly encourage. And everyone out there is doing such a great job, so just keep it up. You can also support us by joining us on Patreon. We've got lots of fun bonus content and our fun community on there, so check that out. Thanks as always to our patrons. Also, your support means so, so much to us. You let us keep doing this stupid shit. <laughs> we really appreciate it. And thanks as well to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find Wolf Star and all of the rest of their excellent catalog on the Bye. Bye.